All right. We are live. We're live. I don't know if, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know yet. Um, First episode. Now we can, now we can see um, how many people are watching. We don't have anybody watching yet. It's just me and your buddy, but that's perfect. Oh. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. Go over to Facebook and let people know that we're, there we go. Now we got people rolling in. So uh, it's, it's uh, me and you. First episode of whatever this is. The mullet. The mullet. (laughs) Business in the front, party in the back. (laughs) And uh, we're going to talk about running and shit. And really uh, hope to see, oh, hey, Matt. Uh, Hope to see lots of um, comments into the chat uh, along the way. So definitely put comments over there. And we're going to get ourselves rolling. My name is Grace Hot Pants Langhine. This is Eric Idiot Runner Kosek. And we're going to talk about it, uh, running and shit like that. So I wanted to start off with asking the question to you, Eric, buddy. How did we get to this point? <laughs> you posted something in the Facebook group and you had said, hey, who wants to do this thing? And I was like, I kind of want to. But tell, tell me, like, what was your thought process um, what do you, what, what are you trying to do? Um, I, that's a good question. I don't really have an answer to, I guess, submerse myself into this whole running thing and helping with running as much as I think we can, um, whether it's good help or bad help. I like thinking that we what, try what would to be help. Bad help. What's bad help? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Bad advice. Maybe. I don't know. I think I'm not, I'm not one to think that everything I say is, is hundred percent true per se, or, you know, factual. I don't know. I can be wrong, but anyway, um, between the two of us, I think we, we get it pretty spot on. Uh, I I think the idea of just, uh, you know, there's plenty of shows out there, but to have a show of everything running and, running related. And as far as the whole mullet idea goes, I mean, I know you and I were kind of thinking about ideas, but uh, I think you can go ahead and kind of explain the mullet idea, um, Mm -hmm. business up front, party in the back. It's a, it's all inclusive for every, every runner out there, whether you are a front pack of the pack or at the back, and power hiking or just walking or just crawling um there's more to running than just the just the stuff the uh, popular stuff you hear i think a good example was one of the one of our members of the run for life group today one of his uh subjects he wants to hear more about is spouses of runners spouses that don't run yeah. Um, what their thought of their significant other um, doing this crazy stuff is. And I thought that was a phenomenal idea to, to go off and make a whole freaking episode or two off of, I'm sure. Yeah. Definitely. So I, I think that's it. I, I, I want to hear your end of it. I mean, we're both kind of, we're both coaches. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like we have the same general you know, our, our mindset's the same of why we're here and what we want to do in general, but we also have very different, uh, you are a, you know, you're a self-proclaimed back of the packer, which is, oh, yeah, I am. you know, and amazing. <laughs> and there's more of you out there, obviously. Yeah. 
Um, and I'm yeah. not, I'm not front of the Packer and I never have been. So, wow. um, I know, I know a couple of axes that would say otherwise, but like we don't need to get into that whole conversation. You're going to get people talking now because she's the one with the ax. Well, but anyway, equipment you have is they're sharp things that you right. want. But I, I, I was talking to somebody about this today. I think it's interesting that there's a lot of podcasts out there because you were talking about the mullet idea, which is business in the front, party in the back. Yep. And and I think between the two of us, we really represent that well. And there's a lot of podcasts out there that kind of want to make a show for everybody. And so they end up talking about everything in the middle. And, and there's not a lot of discussion about the front or the back. And I think that um, people in the back of the pack can learn a lot from people in the front. And I think people in the front of the back, you never know when you're going to end up in the back. <laughs> and you can learn a lot from back of the packers who who who've been doing it for a while. And right. um, I don't know, I think I think talking about those two sides of it and then how do you how do you train for speed and then also how do you find that joy in running? You know, that's a big part of it. And so I think that um, I think that being open and talking about those things, we can all benefit from that. And um, I don't know, and everybody, everybody in the middle, too. So I don't know. I thought that was an interesting concept. Like we I think there's a lot of shows that shy away from talking about the front or the back. And when they talk about the back of the pack, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, the back of the pack where it takes like a whole eight hours to finish a 50K. I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's talk about 12 hours to finish a 50K. Like, like it's it's hard, but it's a huge accomplishment. And you do have to train for it differently. And I think you have to you have to put together a different race strategy. And that was another thing that I don't hear a whole lot about is race strategy. I hear a lot about training, um, but putting together a solid race strategy takes time. So um, I don't know. But that's what I was thinking when we were talking about when we were talking about the mullet is how much you can learn from people who are faster than you. Uh, people who are brand new to the sport, people who've been doing it a long time. And I think we can all just learn from each other. So, yeah. And to go off that just a little more, like the whole aspect of the suffer fest of ultra running. Okay. You mm -hmm. know, um, just throwing out numbers. It takes me six, it would take me six hours to do green monster, 50 K a 50 K trail race. Mm -hmm. Well, a back of the packer could take 12 hours. And I always think I always think of this when I finish a race and I'm watching people finish. And if I have time, I like to stay to the end and all that. But, you know, it's hard to run hard and finish in six hours. Mm -hmm. But in my head, it's even harder to be out there for 12 hours. You're still <laughs> working hard. It's not like you're having a picnic out there. Yeah. Wait a minute. Are you guys having picnics out there in the back? We do have picnics, yes. We have well, picnics. never mind. There goes that theory. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. So, but every single race I do, I even tell Becky about it. I'm like, yeah. I'm so I'm glad to be done. I can't imagine it's that much harder in my head to be out there for that long, still enduring yeah. the same hardships, the same hills and everything. Well, and that's one of the interesting things about running, and, and I talk about this a lot, Um with the athletes I coach is about running by perceived effort. And it's a hard concept to get used to and to train to. But when you think about it, there are people in the front of the pack and the back of the pack who are running at the same effort, the exact same effort. The right. difference is aerobic capacity. 
That's the yeah. only difference. And that, you know, there's a lot of different factors that go into aerobic capacity. But those two people, now there are times where you can be in the back of the pack and you're in the back of the pack because it's fun. <laughs> but there's plenty of times where those two people are working at the exact same effort. And that's kind of a cool thing about our sport is that you can be working at the same effort as somebody in the front of the pack. You're just having a different experience. Right. Yep. So um, I think that kind of leads into my next question, which is we really kind of touched on this, but I wanted to go deeper into it, which is like, who is this show for? And, you know, it's I think it's for for everybody out there. But I wanted to hear we've talked about this a little bit, but in your head, um, who are you really talking to with this show? Man, why am I getting grilled? Anyway, no, I mean, I, I agree. It's for it's for everybody that that enjoys running, trail running, ultra running, road running, track running, mm-hmm. walking, enjoying being outside for that matter. I mean, we you know, we love we love the sport all for different reasons. And going back to what we were just talking about, you know, don't compare don't ever compare yourself to any, but comparison is a thief of joy. I love that quote. I yeah. Just used it today at a, with a kid at uh, track first track practice I was at. Yeah, you, you know you shouldn't compare yourself to others, and that fits right in with the whole front of the pack and back of the pack and middle of the pack. You know, just do you and enjoy every moment of it. So I mean, I think that's who we're trying to reach out to. Um, who said compare? Oh. That was me. I oh. just typed it in there. Well, it's like I'm typing stuff I didn't type. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. How this stuff works. It can hear you. Yeah. Um, now I lost my train of thought. I had some important. We're figuring stuff. things out as we go. Yeah. But there is a chat, and please um, feel free to add to the conversation, and I will randomly put things in there just to mess up Eric. So, to my the what my view is of this whole show, and what I would love to see, love to see is a bunch of people tuning in to watch you and I just bullshit is which is what it's going to come down to. I hope we can bullshit about interesting, fun stuff. Um, But the whole point is to interact with us, ask questions that hopefully we don't even have an answer to. It doesn't have to be a question. You know, we give us something to talk about for that matter. It, It doesn't matter, but, but be interactive and type something in and go from there and at half hour every week um at least for now we'll be on here whether somebody's watching or not we're going to be here talking to each other <laughs> because we like to talk well i like to talk to her hopefully she likes to talk to me i do it's fun yeah. so we we have lots of stories yeah I think, and i think that's one of the things that i like to hear about if anybody goes on a long run with me they know like if we if we're running for a few hours like you're going to get a 45 minute story out of me. That's, that's what's going to happen. We may as well. And, uh, and there's so many cool stories that I hear about on the trail. And I hope that, I hope that's one of the things that comes out of the show is that people get to tell those stories. Like um, I think it is great to hear somebody's story about how they got into running. And that's something we should probably cover at some point. Cause you have a cool story. Um, and uh, Becky has a cool story as well. And so um, I think that's part of it, but it's also just like crazy stories from pooping in the woods, which you had a, uh, you had a nice dump over the weekend, didn't you? 
It, it was a nice dump, Grace. Thank you. Um, I'll, I'll be perfectly honest with you that it, for me, it happens more times than not. So it's kind of like, you know, like most people take a gel every 45 minutes. I'm pooing every 45 minutes. You know, it's a, it's not a thing anymore. Yeah. Wow. That's Especially on afternoon runs. Morning runs, my body knows what to do. It's like, we got uh-huh. this. But if I can't get my morning run, I go out in the afternoon. I got lunch in my stomach. And my body's like, hey, guess what, dude? You're not doing what you want to do till I'm done dealing with this situation you got going on in here. So I don't know. It's interesting, but I don't know. When you're in a competitive race, like how do you manage that? I have pooed several times in competitive races and not just long ultras. Like I did it once in a tank. I was winning a tent, the dandelion one at night. Yeah. Yeah. 10K. Yeah, I only ran it once, and it was great. And I was kind of a new into the running thing, and I'm I'm hauling ass, and I'm in front, and I see a headlight behind me, and all of a sudden it's like I gotta stop and sit down or do the deed because it was time. <laughs> and I mean, you, I mean, you can do it really fast if you want to. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> do you get a clean break, or do you do you like do you gotta clean up? Nah, nah. Get a little mud butt. Nah. 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 So here's a funny story, though. On Saturday, when it happened, I'm on the rail trail, the Pine Creek Rail Trail, Mm -hmm. and I'm running by some houses, and I I feel like, okay, it's, you know, something's happening here. And obviously, I'm not going to go in front of these houses, so I have to keep going. And I see a guy out getting his mail, and I run a little farther to where there's some trees and stuff and do my stuff and then get ready. I'm kind of, you know getting ready to go again. I think I might've ate a gel or something. I look back and the same guy's walking up on the trail. I'm like, huh? I wonder if he like, did I not get far enough away? Did I poo in front of this guy right in front of this old guy who's just enjoying his Sunday coffee? Yeah. So I just started running away. I figured, well, if he's coming to yell at me, he can't catch me. So that's what happened. And I think he was <laughs> going for a walk. He didn't see any. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm glad we were able to fit in a poop story in the very first episode. Because... Yeah, I mean, it kind of had to happen. <laughs> That's great. Um, Matt Johnson, the one who said, sup, y'all, the only guy who's commented, he's he did give us some cool uh, clips, music clips for possible introduction. If we can figure out how the heck to add an introduction to a live show, I don't yeah. know. We'll definitely figure it out. I mean, we figured out how to go live at some at this point, and that's pretty great. Um, so I'm I'm happy. <laughs> so people that aren't watching, they can do the cool thing where they go back and like rewatch this tomorrow or listen to it on their run tomorrow morning. I don't know yet. We'll on see. YouTube, right? Yeah, I I'm, think so. Whatever. We're gonna find out. Cool. <laughs> um. So. Love to see comments in the chat and um, also in the chat, we are still looking to finalize the name for our show. Is the mullet a good show name? I don't know what a good show name is. We have a lot of them that went out there. It's got to happen. It's got to happen pretty soon, though, obviously, because this this hopefully this first half hour will give us a feel and smell and taste of what it's going to be. Then Mm -hmm. it's just naturally it's got to go. I mean, it's got to be it. It's mushy so far. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so we talked about who this is for, and um, and I think 
there were some pretty great um, suggestions. You had put a question out into the page of like who, you know, what what uh, things do you want to hear about? And I thought it was a great list of questions that came up, some stuff that I'm not hearing a whole lot of um, out on uh, other podcasts. So I'm excited to hit up a lot of those topics. Probably uh, one of them is, I mean, I don't know how many people know your story. I know your story, but I just want, let's, let's do that. How did you get into running? You started, you did not start as like a cross country star or anything. No, no, I'll do I'll try to do it as quick as I can to give you plenty of time to, um, I started in 2016 or 17. I should really figure out exactly when it was. I was always that guy who I went to a marathon. It was the one on Pine Creek. Anyway, way back in. And we watched a friend of Becky's running a marathon. And I, I remember look, talking to Becky and saying, why would anybody want to run 26.2 miles? And that was it wasn't shortly after that I found running. But yeah, for me, it was... I was a stay-at-home dad at the time. I wanted to lose a little beer gut. Started working out and uh, went for a run. Went for a three-mile run and realized, you know, it felt good. I asked a friend of mine if if twenty minutes was a good five k time or something, and because I had no clue, and he said, "Yeah, that's pretty good." He said, "There's there's a five k race this weekend. Let's go, let's go do that and see what you think." And I did that, and I got my ass handed to me by the one and only John Johnson. Yeah. And he, he had this, this beautiful porn star mustache. And I was just, he, I mean, he beat me by like three or four minutes, which in a 5k is huge. And he's sitting over there with his shirt off his hairy chest, just hanging out everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I was just in awe. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I, I feel great. And this guy just did this. And I went up to him and I said, excuse me, sir. I said, I said, what you got any advice? I said, great race. Yeah. Got any advice on, you know, or how I can get better, you know, pointers and opinions. He said, no, just keep running. And uh, so, <laughs> so like, here I am. <laughs> no, but anyway, like I found like I had the itch from that point on. And from there, for me, it was just the next step up 10 K half marathon. I didn't find the trails till a couple years ago. And, you know, I, I love the trails just as much as road. I like road and trail running myself, I think. And I hope to get into this conversation someday on, on here, but uh, there's a big divide between trail running and road running. I feel mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. uh, most people either they don't feel like their bodies can handle road or road runners think trail runners are a bunch of hippies, which yeah. we are. I mean, really, Definitely. but um I think as far as strengthening your body and get, becoming stronger and even training for some of these bigger trail races, um, roads are your friend and, and shouldn't be shunned as much as they are dislike, you know, learn to hate, uh, what is it? Love to hate, love to hate to love them or whatever. I don't know, whatever I'm trying to say, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, so anyway, that, you know, that's my story. And now, you know, I, I keep, keep wanting to wanted to push up to what's what's next and how I feel. So I went all the way up to the hundreds and the two hundreds and 328 on the mid state trail. Mm -hmm. And I'm still oh, at that point where like, I still want to see what I could do more, but I just don't know what, it, what's next. Yeah. 
Well, you've got a, a fun race in uh, Canada next. So there's a 200 miler in Canada for sure. Yeah, that'll be fun. But um, I think the cool thing about your story is, you know, uh, there's a, a lot of young people going into running right now. And I think it's actually pretty awesome. There's a lot of young people in running who are, are getting into it at a young age. I think there's still plenty of them who are being safe about it. And, uh, you know, some people who are doing bigger distances, some aren't. Um, that's a debate for another story <laughs> or for another time. But uh, but there's some young people getting into it. And then there seems to be like this big break between you know, you do cross country in high school and in college and then take your 20s and 30s off. And then especially for women, then they get back into it in their 40s. And like the the 40 to 45 age bracket is just incredibly competitive for women. Um, but there's like this break in between. And now we're seeing more people in their 20s and 30s getting into to running and trail running, which is pretty cool. Um, but you got into it later in life. So you were were you in your late 20s or early 30s? I was late. I would say late 30s, 36, 37. Yeah, when you got into it. And then, uh, you know, ended up winning races. So that's that. I think that it's it's something I know you don't like talking about it. Stop it. So <laughs> I know you don't like talking about it, but it's, um, you know, it's good to talk about those things and say, you know, you can come from a lot of different places and um, still do well and and still enjoy it you know i think i think you know you've won some races and and you had a lot of fun along the way which is the the cool part of it so um i love the comments coming in by the way (laughs) and then i think you can also come into it like i did later on in life and not be at the front of the pack and still enjoy it right it's so funny because i'm a i'm a backpack runner and totally okay with with the place I I am. And it's funny because when you're in the back of the pack at races like, um, uh, you know, Eastern States is a good example. When you're in the back of the pack at Eastern States, like there's three kinds of people in the back of the pack. There's people who are injured and there's people who got themselves in over their heads, which I've certainly done myself. So that is not a judgment by any means. And then there's people who, there's people like me who are experienced. That's just where I am. That's just where my pace is, you know? And so it's funny because occasionally there will be somebody who's kind of newer to trail running and they find themselves in the back of the pack and they didn't expect to be in the back. And, and, and they'll, they'll look over to somebody like me and they're like, Oh, is this your first, your first 50 K first hundred K? Like, no, it's not. <laughs> this is just where I am. <laughs> you know, 10 years of, of trail running and this is still where I am and I'm okay with that. <laughs> so, um, I, uh, uh, I love, I, I, I have no, I've really become comfortable in the back of the pack and it's more about race strategy for me, putting together a great strategy and making sure that I don't get obsessed about my pace or anything. So I also came into it later in life. I, <laughs> so real quick, my story was I, I uh, quit smoking and my, one of the things that I did to quit smoking was um, I ate a lot of candy. <laughs> and then in my head, I was like, Hey, uh, you know, when I'm, when I'm done quitting smoking, I'm just gonna, um, I'm going to start running and I'll, I'll lose the weight. And so I trained for a 5K that was around my house. And I was very serious about my training. 
And my training plan was run every 5K faster than the previous one. And that got me to a finish. And uh, and then I, I did that 5K and I just loved it. I enjoyed it a whole lot. And I did several, I did the road running thing, the 5K and the five mile and the 10K. And then um, I remember I did, I did a 5K that was finishing at a brewery, but it was in an industrial park and I hated it. It was so boring. And so I decided, um, and at the time I was training for a, a Harrisburg marathon and my treat to myself, if I did a good job with my training was to trail run on the weekends. Um, I'm a longtime hiker. So my background in trail running really comes from hiking for many, many years with my husband. And so we knew the trails really well. It was just a matter of me moving a little faster sometimes. And so my treat to myself was trail running. And then I got to this point where I was just like, well, why don't I just do this all the time? <laughs> and just, and I, I do still road run. You know, I, I went for a road run the other day. Um, as a part of my training, I typically don't road race, although I am in a race this weekend um, that is on road. But uh, that's kind of how I found my way into trail running. But I, I, it is not my original sport. Growing up, I was in dance. I was a competitive dancer and I hated running. Um, but I ended up finding a love for being out in the woods. I think that was the big thing was just escaping into the woods. So that's and then I, I listen. I got really into podcasts, and I was listening to um, East Coast Trail and Ultra Runners. I hear, heard this amazing podcast with a couple, Becky and Eric Kosak, and I fell madly in love with Becky. <laughs> and then, because <laughs> she's amazing. <laughs> um, and then, um, and I started. Let's see, how old was I when I started? John, forty-two. See, that's awesome to start running when you're 42. I started, I was uh, 31 when I started. And um, I, I I think it's great to know that there are other people who start, like you said, John and Matt, like start in your 40s and you can still really, really enjoy it. I can't tell you how many people say, I can't run, it, it's going to hurt my knees, right? We hear that one all the time, which is a bunch of bunk. And um, you really can start in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s and get into running. One of my athletes just hit a PR and she's in her early 50s. Like she PR'd in her 50s. You can totally do that. Um, but anyway, I was listening to a podcast and I heard Eric and Becky Kosak, the power couple of the East Coast. And that's how I heard of you two, which was such a cool um, episode. And that was after World's End uh, 50K, which I ran that year. Um, so it was really cool to hear that um, that podcast. And now we're doing a show together. Yeah, it's really cool. And, you know, and coming back to the whole age thing and, you know, Matt's 41, Angela's 41. I'm currently 42. John Schaefer is what 89 at this point, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I mean, it's it's funny because we all kind of think of ourselves because of our maybe because of our age as a as a as a misfit, um, for lack of a better word. As far as I can't believe I'm I'm 48. I can't believe I'm 55 getting into running. But that's the beauty of I think of why you and I are right here right now is that's what this show is for, and it's you know you're not. It, somebody's only a misfit if there's only a few of you, you know, but it's, there's such a big group of 
of the middle middle uh, middle of the pack type people as far as age goes. Not even not we're not talking about front of the pack or rear of the pack of a race, but um, it's the majority of who who runner trail runners especially are these days is the uh, the age that, that you and I are at and uh, a little younger mm-hmm. and a little older, but. Um, there's a lot of good stuff. Like we said earlier, I have a full page and a half of ideas on here for, to, you know, to dig into and to dive into of other, uh, runners coming up with stuff for you and I to talk about. So I don't think we're going to get quiet for quite some time. I don't think so either. Laura, you're amazing. I just want to put that out there. I'm going to crew her. I'm so excited. Yeah, she's amazing, but kind of odd. I mean, she just like decided to go ahead and sign up for Eastern States 100. I want to do a whole episode, maybe several, on crewing and pacing and um, and uh, trail care, trail maintenance. Yeah, I heard that a while ago. I was listening to a podcast. There was one person in particular who like was a big advocate for like, Go volunteer, go crew, go pace, and go go do trail work. Like those four things. And um, I've learned a lot through doing all of that. And uh, it's it's really, if you've never done one of those things, I put it on your list of things to do this year. You know, go after a PR, um, but also, you know, go after one of, at least one of those things. Crew, pace, volunteer um and and trail work are are uh they're they're big lessons in humility and <laughs> so many other things along the way so uh, i think it'd be cool to talk about that side of it as well um so. yeah and you learn a lot even as a runner like if, for instance volunteering at an aid station you know i'm not much of a yeah planner when it comes to my ultra running racing Uh, luckily i have becky to to make me look good better a lot of the time but i kind of like to just go out there and make mistakes and fix them on the fly but if you if you if you volunteer at any kind of ultra aid station you get to see what other crews and other husband wife combos or whatever friend combos are doing you learn a lot that makes a lot of sense I'm right. doing that. I'm doing that the next. I'm eating that. I'm using that. Whatever it may be, the next time I race. Yeah. Um, and it, it's helped me a lot. But yeah, I agree. I mean, even myself, I love running, but I'm getting to the point where I just like being out with friends, and I do like volunteering at aid stations probably the most as far as volunteering goes. But um, it's more about being happy to still be able to do it than than care much about the competitive side of it anymore i'm naturally a competitive person so i'm always going to compete with myself but let's face it where i'm 42 there's plenty of young bucks that are and age doesn't matter but still there's plenty you know there's plenty of people out there that could whoop this guy old man any day of the week and i'm i'm okay with that yeah and it's i don't know it's cool you know if um if you can go fast on a section then go fast and if you want to slow it down you can slow it down a little bit you know yeah if you want to go for the business side or the party side it's all in the same haircut <laughs> well, well back to the name of the show i mean we want to hear from you hopefully people actually speak up and let, let us know message us or whatever um hopefully we can keep this going for a while yeah 
any ideas you have for it, let us know. Yeah, stuff that you want to hear about. Uh, we covered a couple of uh, preliminary things, I think, you know, um, how we got to this point, who this is for, and um, who you are, who I am. We were both in Pennsylvania, although you're all the way in the north part. I'm all the way in the south part. We can battle that out at some point. <laughs> north versus south. Yeah. And uh, we both have some cool races and, and that kind of stuff. And so I'm, I'm excited to um, get into these conversations and have look forward to it, I think, every uh, Monday evening. Do you have any anything coming up this weekend? Um, Lauren, my da oldest daughter, has a spelling bee on Saturday. So oh, I'm nice. probably not. If I get a run, it'll be afternoon run where I'll probably poop my pants again. And can't wait to hear about it. Excuse yeah. Me. Sunday. Um, I have something on Sunday. It's not running related, I don't think. I don't know. Nah, nothing, nothing big yet. My next thing is Boston, as Andrew Steyer would call it, or however you know, Boston. I'm not good at accents. Boston and then Massanutten 100 very shortly after that. Nice. What about you? What's the what's the next big thing? Ma conquer the wall this weekend. Oh, oh holy crap. Yeah. That's this weekend already. Yeah, that's exciting. Weather looks good. So 48 hours of loopy 40, fun. No, 47 because 47 of hours of loopy fun because 48 hours should be silly. That would that's ridiculous. Who yeah. does 48 hours? 47. Nice. <laughs> nice. So we're both hitting the roads. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's all right. My um uh, it's better for my foot right now. I'm dealing with a, still dealing with my injury. So I'm kind of sticking to roads at the moment or flat trail. Well, I am excited to hear how the spelling bee goes and yep. um, everybody tune in next week at seven 30. Let us know what we should call this thing. Whatever. Yeah. And we're going to uh, going by your advice, everybody's advice or opinions. We're going to try to keep it till half hour show because we know they get long. We know people have stuff to do. We still yep. want you to watch. If you think it needs to go a little longer, let us know. Cause I'm pretty sure we could keep can talk for hours. Yeah. So <laughs> please keep, keep thinking about it. And again, please tell your friends, the more fun people we can get on here, the better. And we're definitely, I believe planning on, you know, if you have any desire to come on with us and do the whole video fun chat with us, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. That's it. How do we sign off? End broadcast. Have a good week, everybody. Yeah. See ya. <laughs>